This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Midgey McGoogle of Leviathan, Gigapantsu of Excalibur, Mellow Targaryen of Fairy. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Coming up this week on Checkpoint Radio, we'll preview the action out at the PUBG Invitational, which has a whopping $2 million on the line. Plus, what is going on with Fortnite? In-game items have been mysteriously disappearing and ending up in the real world? We'll tell you all about it. Coming up on your source for esports and video game discussions, Checkpoint Radio from Westwood One. Join me, Nate, Robbie Norris, and Joe for Checkpoint Radio. Listen on demand Tuesdays at our website at CheckpointRadio.com. Ever had a rough day? A day so crummy that you just wanted to snuggle a warm, fuzzy creature in your hands? I know that I do. And when that day hits, I go down to Uncle Lloyd's Petting Zoo, filled with tiny, warm, woodland creatures for you to wrap your hands around. We range from cuddly coral cats to tongan delightful doggos and puppers. At a reasonable 100 gil per hour, cost is no issue to bask in the services of Uncle Lloyd's Petting Zoo. And if you need a more intimate session, we offer special VIP rooms. The price is halved if you open Uncle Lloyd's gazing hole. (laughs) Uncle Lloyd's Petting Zoo in sunny southern Lenosha. The farm is never that far away. I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my god. Limitbreakradio.com. Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 166. Glad to have you along, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. LimitBreakRadio.com to uh, subscribe to the podcast. We want to hear from you. Of course, this past week, we experienced getting FanFest 2018 tickets. Now, no spoilers. Uh, we, we, we will be announcing whether or not Limit Break Radio will have a presence out at FanFest today. It'll come in a little bit later on in the show. But the point is, we want to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord to take your calls on whether or not you were able to get a FanFest 2018 ticket. Of course, joining me is the Limit Break Radio crew, Kala Landis. Yeah, boy. Juxtaposition. Oh, yeah. And Nika Kayanian. You guys don't generally say things at that point. 
Sometimes, I, I you know, sometimes you pause and wait for us too, and sometimes yeah. you don't. And I, you I never wasn't know. prepared for it. You yeah. never know when. So, had, had, had I not said anything, you'd have just looked at me and been like, "No, you're not going to say anything. You're just going to leave me hanging." So, I'd rather jump in there and say something. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate having you along. And uh, you know, I just realized that uh, I don't, I don't have the studio ready to go. Why don't you have that? It's okay, Nika's not there yet. Anyhow. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Uh, we'll get that up here in just a second because we are, of course, broadcasting live from Eorzea. Join us if you'd like. That's uh, on the Goblet Fifth Ward plot number 30. Look at Juxta over there. On Sergeant Tannis. Doing absolutely what? nothing, right? What? After doing the show a couple weeks ago, right, when you and Nika had to carry it, and you're like, man, it, it really sucks when you're trying to do something and, like, people aren't helping you, like, you know, fill the air and stuff. And here he is trying to get the studio up, and you could have jumped in there now that you know how hard that is and helped him, and instead you're just over there probably thinking about food. Yeah. I think about drops, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I think think about a good one to do. So apparently, you've lick, got a game. You've got a game for us. I to do. Play? It's a really fun game. Interesting. Well, hold hold on. Well, wait, wait, wait. Because we actually you know, we actually have actual stuff to talk about first. So if we have time, uh, no. If we have time, maybe we'll play your game. How much stuff is there to talk about Final Fantasy XIV? Let's be real here. Well, <laughs> there's plenty to talk about yeah, this week. Not to mention, we actually got a, a an article from outside of our uh, sort of like realm of influence, but that does sort of relate to us. So we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. And if I need to, I have a few emails in my back pocket that I could uh, that I could pull emails out of nowhere. Emails in your back pocket? Them in your pocket? They should probably be to. on the... Uh, and, and the outline. These are like these are emergency. What if Juxta tries to do something on the show? Shit, we need something to read. Emails. I don't want to like use them up on a That's regular your show. Penis. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. Appreciate having you along. Uh, of course, yes, we're going to be talking about uh, Fan Fest 2018 ticket acquisition. Ticket acquisition. That's what I meant to say. Um, and uh, we want to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord to give us a call. Uh, we're actually going to open up the show with a call uh, from a, he's a first-time caller, apparently Ooh. from Taiwan, so he stayed up super late to give us a call here on the show. Hmm. So uh, let's hear from uh, Zio Syrup on Tonberry. What's going on, Zio? Hello, everybody. Thanks for uh, giving us a call here on Limit Break Radio and for staying up late to listen to the show. What's up? Thanks for having me. Uh, so I, I'm not going to talk about FanFest because I don't give a shit about it. That's right. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're nowhere in the FanFest area. That's right. So uh, anyway, what do you want to talk about today? So uh, you all, you, uh, you've been talking about World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy in the recent episodes. Yeah, yeah. Speak up, you, speak up a little bit. It's a little bit tough to, uh, to, to hear you. I want to give you my experience with it because last year I was working 12 hours a day plus my commute. 14 hours a day I was outside of the house. Oh my, I wow. I was playing 14. I played for a lot of 14 from 3, patch 3.2 till Storm, the start of Stormblood, a couple of months into Stormblood, maybe one actually. And the fact is, I had very little time to play, so 14 was the perfect game for me to play. This year, I got half a day, so I was home at a normal time, like 4 p.m., 5 p.m., mm-hmm. and I start and I went back to World of Warcraft. I, I played World of Warcraft for like 10 years. Okay. What I want to talk about is the fact that I think you misunderstand 
when you talk about 13, the point that Yoshida tried to make once when he said, play other games. Okay. I think that's the reason. That, that is true. Like, 14 is a game that is good to play in, if you have very little time. I couldn't play WoW when I was doing 14 hours a day because I didn't have the time reasonably to do anything in the game. 14, I could, and I could do everything in between the, uh, in the uh, period in Heaven's Ward, I got to level every single car- every single class, including gatherers and crafters to max. I went up to a 12 Savage, I cleared everything, and I was having a ton of fun. As soon as I had time, I kept playing 14 for a month, start of Stormblood, I arrived at uh, the Azure Steps. Few quests in when they start doing the Magora, what the fuck? I screamed at my screen. I was like, "Why am so bored? <laughs> I've been playing for so long. This is a game you can't play for a long period of time." And I think we have bad view of it because in the past, eleven was a game you could play all and all and all. Sure, but actually, fourteen gives you time to play other games. You play Watch the fourteen, and you play other games like I can now play fighting games. I go crazy for fighting games. There are so many good fighting games. Right. Sorry, there's Norris here. I would nerd about it with Norris. But yes, that's my whole thing. Okay, so um, I, and, and I think that this is a, an interesting note to, to start the show off on because, you know, I, I well, I do think that there has been some intentional design to make the time sink that you need to be able to play FF14 more, you know, reasonable, right? Like, no one needs the FF11 leveling oh, no, 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 dichotomy. No, no, no. And, and we've had where, multiple. Where you, where you spend, you know, the better part of months and months and months leveling up to get mm-hmm. to cap here's 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 one of the things though is that this is still though a fundamentally an mmo and an mmo that has a subscription cost so i want more time spent doing things in ff14 i do think that you bring up a great point that ff14 is not a game that is really meant to be played in long fits and spurts We've right had multiple casual players say this game is perfect for what they want exactly and that's fine i'm not begrudging anyone of any of that however when you contrast that against the way that other mmos express their value you know that's that's one of the things that i'm so struck by in eso where i'm not even a like a quarter maybe a quarter of the way through the total leveling system that brings you up to what is a champion level 750 or whatever I, I it is that's the cap yeah right so i'm i'm barely even a chunk into that but i'm able to experience you know a, a ton of that game and it compels me to want to log in and want to play it out of enthusiasm as opposed to ff14 that seems to like most of the 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 driving emotion to logging into 14 is out of guilt these days well <laughs> and, and, and but a lot of that is like if i don't log in i miss out on my tone cap for the week i miss out on getting my drop you for the week your tones uh, no but but if what else are you supposed to be compelled by at this point 
You know, like if if it, the the compelling thing that I get out of MMOs is improving my character over a long period and having an interesting world that that character can inhabit and become a part of. And it just seems like FF14 is so good at funneling the players into specific systems that it wants you to go to at different points. We've even felt that when we were funneled back into old, you know, fates and old zones that weren't you know through being the old used relic quests. through through well relic quests and stuff like that now they've built an entirely separate zone to be able to kind of house that part of the game and it to me it ends up at the end of the day feeling incredibly disjointed as an MMO experience. And that is, I think, incredibly problematic because it doesn't, you know, when when I say, you know, the rewards are not good enough. What I'm saying is, is that FF14 is not doing a good enough job to motivate me as a player to want to do any of these things. And. That you know what? That's just my opinion, and that may just be what it is. But when you look at the population of FF14, the amount of people logging in, and the way the massive population fall off that happens two weeks outside of a patch, that tells me that I'm not crazy in experiencing that emotion or that drag on enthusiasm because it seems like the majority of the player base is also doing the exact same thing and like like uh zio had said playing other games that's fine but if i'm buying an mmo at a what was it 60 dollars price tag when it had first launched and then every expansion has been 40 bucks mm-hmm. and i'm paying 12 dollars a month on top of it if i'm investing in a game on that level financially then i want it to be enough of a commitment where i feel like i can't play eso at the same time not not other you know first person shooters or other stuff like that but that it it, that it like i want one i'm a one mmo man okay (laughs) i want i want to only play one mmo because that's all i feel like i have room in my brain for now an extremely gay vibe to 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 be fair, going back to to Zio's original point too, because I, I I completely agree with you. If that's the game they're making, which is a casual MMO experience, maybe that game just isn't for us. And but that's there are, fine, and that's fine. But you know but, what? But if it's on. a casual MMO experience, then drop the sub. Yes, if it's if that's what you're doing, it needs to reflect that. But a the fact that they do try to put content in there for a hardcore crowd, the fact that they're charging you fourteen ninety nine a month, and they want you back monthly based on the fact that they are. Spreading out all of their content, single drips of content to make sure that you're coming back every single month. Yeah. I should not be getting less content and casual content for the exact same price that World of Warcraft is charging for considerably more stuff. Even in, in, in and don't say, well, they, they can't be done. That can't be done because Elder Scrolls gives me way more stuff than Final Fantasy 14 ever did, and they don't charge a subscription and if you just happen to want to actually pay them for what they have they actually give you money to spend in the cash shop yeah like especially after playing ESO the way that they're conducting Final Fantasy 14 
isn't in line with, well, this is a perfect casual game. People who enjoy it, that's great. If you're the casual person, we had a bunch of people last week who were like, this game is perfect for like what me and my wife need. That is absolutely cool. And if it was free to play, I think that it would be perfectly lined up. And I would honestly have no complaints with how Square Enix was conducting themselves at this point. But the way that they, gra- oh my God, we don't, I just realized we don't have a, a, a cash shop announcement Oh, today. thank God. That's ridiculous. I know, right? <laughs> but the it way- must be an eat on odd numbered week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but just the, the, the way that they conduct themselves, just it, it a lot of it just doesn't doesn't vibe with me as as a uh, as a consumer. Does that make sense, Zio? So, yes, I I think the same thing. My idea is uh, for the population. I can talk because I was on the JP servers. As JP servers have population all the time. Yeah, the Most the Japanese don't have World of Warcraft. Right. But yeah, the, the Japanese TV. servers are massively different when it comes to core population. That's population dr- uh, uh, drifts and and dips. But uh, you know, just coming from uh, a North American player, I can't tell you how you know uh, often I run around Ralgar's Reach and I go, "Where is everyone?" Right? Like, or where I'll be running around Kugane and w- go, "Where is everyone?" I mean, granted, now they're all hanging out with next to Heaven on high in ruby c but even previous to that it was like dude i i I don't even know that there are people playing this game as an mmo player as a new mmo player if i logged in and i saw that i i would think that you know the three starting cities are like newbie zones you know what i mean like it's and that's not what they are that's not how the world should be designed and i think that when you do use that design as as sort of the over world as your leveling platform then you know you you really end up choking the potential out of what you can do with the world that's supposed to feel alive and breathing uh you made basically the same point i wanted to make the question i i I think we should ask is i don't like the free-to-play idea because free-to-play means shit but is the game worth this high of a su- subscription? Like, if the subscription was $5 instead, wouldn't it be better? I I, th- I mean, that's a step in the right direction. But I think I, Square Enix needs to decide what their end goal is. Yeah. Because I've actually never thought about this before. And this is actually, like, making me stop and be like, oh, well, yeah, okay. So Elder Scrolls and World of Warcraft are charging the same price and giving more content. So then Square Enix needs to stop and think for a second. Do they want to provide us with that level of content? Are they going to use our subscription that we're currently paying at the same tier as other MMOs to provide that level of content? They need to make that choice because if they're not and their goal is to just provide a casual MMO for casual content, I think they could and should reduce the sub. I agree. I mean, reducing the sub or making it optional, much in the way that ESO does, I think is a really smart idea. Because if you can if you can make the player see the value in uh, investing in your game, then I think you've you've done much more than Square Enix has been doing to try to drive the sentiment of FF14. Perfect up. example. After my first night of playing ESO, because you had bought it from me, so I, I didn't have to put any money down on that. I was essentially 
playing this game 100% for free. Right. And after like, you know, two, three hours of playing it, when I realized, wow, I can't fit all this stuff in my bag. I need that bottomless crafting bag that comes with the $15. Yeah. I started looking into the ESO Plus benefits and they're like, when you sub for a month, like every month that you're subbed, you actually get 1500 crown, which is essentially the, 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 the currency, currency that yeah. you use in the store to then use in the store. Right. So I'm like, well, you, so I'm going to give you my 15 month sub and then you're going to give me $15 to spend because in the store because they don't I, I mean like like they're they're essentially paying you to sub and at that at that, at that, at that point I mean, too kinda, I had I had kind of felt like what you've shown me so far is worth at least $15 I want to give you money because what you've done is worth money what they have essentially done is they've given you $30 in digital goods which cost them nothing Nothing! Fucking all of this cash shop shit that Square Enix keeps shoveling into their fucking cash shop costs nothing for them to make. And Bethesda, God bless them, understands that. And they go, okay, well, if you're giving me $15 of real honest-to-God money that you earned at your fucking job... Then we're going to give you thirty dollars of digital value. Oh, and, and, probably, and on top of that, you, you also probably, get access to all the DLC. Yeah, too. it's it's actually way more than that because of the DLC access. But when you when you strip it away and you go, oh, you get the bottomless crafting bag, which feels like that's the fifteen dollar investment right there, and you also get fifteen hundred crowns to spend any way you want them. Again, that's double the value. That's literally thirty dollars in value. But you're buying digital goods. It means nothing to Bethesda. Why would anyone not like that's one of the most brilliant in-game subscription systems that I've seen in a long time. And Zio, I do think that you bring up a good point. That is what we are paying now worth what we're getting in content. And I would say definitively no. It hasn't been for a while, at least in all of Stormblood, maybe for half of Heaven's word, it hasn't been. Anything to... Totally to uh, no. what, what was that, Zio? Sorry. Totally agree. Uh, so, thank you for having me. Yeah, no, <laughs> thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Getting the show, been, getting the show started off right. For a long time. Oh, man. Well, we're, we are really uh, happy that, that we could take your call. And uh, I, I know that it's super, super late and that you've stayed up super late to, uh, to be yeah, able to give us a call. I don't have to work finally for the first time in two years on a Monday. So <laughs> that's, that's wow, excellent. Yeah. Zio, thank you so much for listening to Limit Break Radio, for giving us a call and uh, for giving us your perspective on, you know, what we may have have missed about ff14 and you know i i do think you're right that fundamentally ff14 isn't a game that's built to be played logging in every day for eight hours a day and i think that that dichotomy in all of mmos is kind of gone and and it probably is for the better, right? Like, I don't think that a MMO that forces you or needs you to be logged in for, you know, four to, to six hours every single day, that's not sustainable. It's fundamentally unsustainable. And and I, I think that you, you raise some, some really good points about, you know, the value of what we get out of our subs. So, uh, again, I uh, really appreciate your call today.
appreciate being here thank you very much guys all right thanks man so if you want to call limit break radio limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord uh and you know if you want to comment about you know the value of the subscription we'll we'll walk down that that road with you um it, it is something that i think is important and especially we've all kind of identified the way that the content has feel felt like it's substantial dipped and i think that you can quantifiably say that it's dipped especially since a realm reborn oh easily and and and, you know where do we go from here what what's the path forward what is square enix gonna do if they keep adding stuff to the cash shop then you know should the game go free to play should it drop the sub by half what do you think give us a call limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 all right um with that said let's finally i guess get into some ff14 news this is a limit break Breaking news update. All right, guys. So last show, we mentioned that a producer live letter was on the horizon. Now, if you've downloaded that podcast, then uh, or if you've downloaded the podcast, that already happened yesterday for us here uh, live, though. That will go on tomorrow, which just goes to show that Square Enix hates us because now by the time we report on it, it's going to be, you know, six days old. Six days old. Yes. Uh, They also didn't really mention what it was going to be about. But if I had to put uh, my bet out there, it's probably going to be Monster Hunter related. Have you Why? have you actually seen they they actually released the trailer for the Final Fantasy stuff that's coming to Monster Hunter? Have you seen it? Yes. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not yeah. fair. No, you're right. It isn't fair. But but I just want to, since Nika hasn't seen it. All right, so first of all, uh, uh, Estinian's Dragoon gear is coming to Monster Hunter. And I think cool. that, like, it, it looks like some of the moves are also, like, sort of being transferred over because it basically shows a bunch of Dragoons fighting Behemoth. Who looks terrific, by the way, and it looks fucking awesome. And, and from what I understand, I think that's going to be a permanent staple of Monster and I. I don't think it's just like a, a, a one-time like an event. Or event. Something? Yes, people Dude, in the chat can correct me that, if, if that's true. But, but in that trailer, okay, so am I crazy? Like, they were using the same Dragoon animations that they you were, normally yes. have. But all of the animations had weight. It felt like the actual hits were landing. Like it was really cool to watch, and I was like, "That's Monster oh, Hunter. That's for how you. that move is supposed to like, <laughs> like real resonate with me." Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, so I think tomorrow we'll probably get our side of the trailer, which shows all the Monster Hunter stuff coming to Final Fantasy. And again, from what I've heard, the rumors going around is that this isn't just going to be like a one-time event. This will be a permanent addition to content. And uh, from what we've uh, the little that we've we have heard is that it's not just going to be a fate somewhere it's actually going to be at least like a trial like 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 an eight person trial that Ooh, that's that, kind of cool I'm, I'm, into it. I mean well you know they're out of primals to throw at us for eight per you know people trials so so, so the question is are we going to get like actual new armor and weapons or are you just no. going to reskin something square enix mm-hmm. i don't know get a minion mm-hmm. one of those little cats to follow you around at the very least probably but man let me tell you if we if we get even I'd be half kind of, i'd be kind of okay with that minion weirdly if yeah. we get even half Except of it's a what wind up it's not it's not an actual one if we but if we get even half the content of what we saw like in the monster hunter trailer they even put half of that effort into what they're giving us in ff14 this might actually be okay okay but we'll you settle for a third 
I mean, I mean, it could it could just be the FF13 fates all over again. You know what I mean? Like it very well could be. It, it could. It, or I don't expect anything more than that, honestly. Well, and to be fair, if it Kinda. is if it is timed in, in in about two years, we'll see it in the cash shop anyway. I mean, the barrier for entry is probably going to be real low because they know that you know no. newbies are going to want to do it too. They said that you gotta be up to like a, roughly the Azim steps. Okay, that's right. Because so I think like, it, so it, it takes like, place in the Azim steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll see we'll so, see uh, look forward to that guys prepare your credit cards for those jump potions newbies <laughs> wow yeah yeah all right so you guys remember that? sad but true remember it's that? it's not funny when you say real things real things yeah. yeah yeah how about that sorry yeah aiming right for the heart there uh, you guys remember that terrible contest that we mentioned a few weeks ago no. Oh, all right, here. Sorry, let me be a little bit more specific. Uh, the one about taking screenshots of your most prized possession in FF14. Well, the 50 winners were uh, selected and announced. Uh, I went through a few of them myself. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I thought it was garbage. All right, hang on. I'm, bra- so I'm, I'm bringing them up. Do we have to? so bad. Really? Are they? It's like, like the... Well, this is why I made a game, so we didn't have to waste time on screenshot I, I looked gold. at two of them. One of them was just a fucking mount. Like, okay, cool. You like a fucking mount. Okay, alright. We're, we're Let's let's take... Uh, uh, do, do you want to suggest a name? Let's uh, let's start with the first one. Let's, let's, Pen- let's, Penelope Rose? Yep, yep. There you go. Uh, <laughs> why, I mean, look. Some of these are, are pretty decent screenshots. I mean, Square Enix gives us the tools to, to, to take good screenshots in the game, so fine. But it's awful. It's what, what's that biscuit. even supposed to be? I don't even. What's don't, what's so prized about that one? The house. The, and I think you can just scroll on. You got to keep going Maybe back the house. And, and, and clicking well, on them. Well, they're not in but, order, so you'll get. Yeah, yeah, no, you'll they're just find some losers. Yeah, yeah. 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 clicking shows you the winners. These losers are just everybody's. Yeah, because I saw one that was just like some taru in the middle of like a million like Thanksgiving turkeys. That's pretty cool though. Well, if you just if you're just scrolling down though, that's just whoever yeah. whoever's entries. You have to I, I don't, n- none of these mean anything to me, and I so I don't understand how they mean anything to the people who took the screenshots. Well, kinda, I mean, this is kind of clever. They've got the the Gilgamesh beat 'em up uh, game, and it's uh, and they called it Battle on the Big Bridge Part Two. That's not bad. What? That's it's not terrible. What? Okay, except Anybody why is that a that. prize possession? That was like a free thing they got from an event. We could do that in the studio right now. That's not free. It was a lot of MGP, actually. It was a two hundred K. It was a lot. That's actually a good screenshot. That, right that's there. the thing. That's Some of the screenshot. screenshots, yeah, the screenshots are fine, but still, I just yeah. think the idea of this screenshot contest was stupid. I mean, our, 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 fapping, winners, our like... fapping the round screenshots were way better. Absolutely. What's what's happening there? Someone just kicking a fat chocobo? Uh, I have no idea. Or fat chocobo? Man, so not cool. Anyway, these guys, fat shaming. These guys all got prizes that they probably got participating in the last contest anyway yeah because nobody ever does these cons pretty much yeah yeah i mean at least 50 people did i guess but whatever i mean did you count them i didn't there could only be like 47 (laughs) entries no one will ever be able to tell all right well let's move on to something a little bit more important here uh so yeah fan fest tickets they Let's came complain about it. and went, and once again, it was a shit show of epic proportions. Yes. Uh, Square Enix, honestly, they, they really thought they had their shit together this time. And to be fair, I don't think that this fell on Square Enix specifically, but they sent out their access codes to players, made them wait in a queue, can only buy four per person, and none of that actually mattered. You from, geeks are so gullible. From what I understand, there was some bug or glitch with the with the system that they used that basically allowed people to step past the queue without an access code and buy as many 
tickets as they wanted? Now, well, uh, now Square Enix came out and addressed this claim uh, directly and said that they had found minimal incidents of whatever. So oh, they, okay. Square Enix in, in a post kind of denied it. I don't know, but that post, I'm not happy with that post. I don't think anybody is. Like, I, okay, I feel like all that Square Enix would have to do, even if it's total bullshit, is to just come out and say, we realized there was a problem. This could have gone better. We're sorry. Literally, that's all they need to say. Like, yeah. But instead, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how popular we are. This is so cool. Better luck next time. And I'm like, what? I, I heard that going to appease anybody. I heard rumors that there were people who could who got to buy like batches of 20 tickets. That's like, what I heard as well. People were claiming that they had bots that could do that. Now, I can assume that as long as they had multiple credit cards, if they went through to investigate, quote unquote, and they see that only four are bought per credit card, there's no way they can actually prove that any wrongdoing happened. So if you have a bot that has like five credit cards programmed in each set to buy four tickets, like what can you do, right? Oh my gosh, um, who has five credit cards? No, like, you know, <laughs> you take all your friends' credit cards and you stick them in there and so guarantee that everybody gets their tickets, right? Um, or or you're uh, uh, shitty leets or hacks or, and have, you know, a whole bunch of stolen credit card numbers. Nice. Maybe. Could have been. Just, to be fair, I have three credit cards in my wallet, but two of them are expired. <laughs> <laughs> Why do the- you still have them then? That's a good question. <laughs> Looking at the, the response from Bayonne, where he says that our ticket vendor explained they had to temporarily pause the access code, but we saw that there are only a very small number of tickets purchased that way. We investigated the purchases and did not find evidence of ineligible purchases. So they're saying that, like, rest assured, there was no wrongdoing that happened here. But, like, they didn't even address the claims that people were saying that if you had the, the deep URL from after you've, like, gotten through the queue and mm-hmm. passed it off to somebody that you could just skip the queue. Like multiple people are saying that they were just passing the URL around and that people were able to like open their history and go back and buy more. Ooh. Like that's a thing that people are claiming and Bayonne's post completely ignores that claim, which I did tweet at him. So <laughs> that's like, you probably didn't get a response. Did yeah, you? I, oh no, absolutely not. But, yeah. um, he probably, he probably has us all preemptively at, blocked at or something. <laughs> I thought I tweeted at him too. Yeah. So, uh, uh I, w- I unfortunately worked, uh, uh up until three 30, which the, which I think ticket sales went live at like 3 PM yeah. Eastern. So I wasn't able to, uh, I, I had to put my fate within the hands of a Nero. That's right. Uh, Juxta isn't going this year. Cause, Cause he's he got a, a fucking stupid baby. To be fair, this isn't just the baby's fault. No, uh, it's, uh, the baby. Bear. it's the baby. Fair Bear's going fault. in for surgery at some point, so she's mm-hmm. going to be out of it. So it's both uh, uh, the the girl and the baby's fault. Mm. It's called family. That's why you bring the girl and the baby with you. I, <laughs> I don't know. Ca- okay, a my family are- has never kept me down like that before, and those who have, I just cut them out of my life. So <laughs> that's why you don't have family anymore. I have family. I just have the good family <laughs> 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 left behind. <laughs> You know, the parts of the family tree that are kind of like old, dead, and rotting. You don't need to talk to those yeah, parts of that you, tree. you just hang out with the cool siblings that don't ask you to babysit and just want to go out drinking. Yeah, but, exactly. Okay, so I want to adjust. Okay, so Skrull saying it's weird because last year's fan best, I don't remember hearing this much public outrage about tickets because there wasn't. last. There time really wasn't, it, yeah. Was anybody who wanted a ticket and was on the same day that tickets went up for sale pretty much got one yeah Yeah. i think the only downside last year like eight hours or seven hours or something like that like it didn't feel like there wasn't an issue the only issue was that some people didn't get them 
but it's not because anything was fucked up about it. No, it was just because that like they got on the next day thinking that it wouldn't sell out. But I mean, right. like, anybody who was on like this time, people were in the queue at twelve zero 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 one in the queue. You know, like they were there and they still couldn't get tickets. What I'm wondering, though, is that when they sent out access codes, did they realize they didn't have as many tickets as they had access codes? Because if that was the case, they should have said something ahead of us. I don't know, like warned people like I feel like why would you be like, okay, and they also claimed we had more tickets this year than ever before. But I distinctly remember in 2016 them announcing the exact number of tickets available before they went for sale. It was like 8,000 something hundred. We're, like, we're, we're back in the Rio this year, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is the Rio bigger or no, smaller? It's smaller. It's smaller. See? It's, smaller, which mm, is, it's, very, see, it's yeah. very, very weird because the original reason they moved to the Paris is because the Rio wasn't big enough. That's what I, I remember think, hearing. But then the Paris apparently treated them really badly. So they wanted to go back to the Rio, I guess. But I don't know if they're going to like reserve more space at the Rio this year or what it is. But I, I find it hard to believe they have more tickets available this year than ever before when last year they actually told us how many exact tickets they had before they went for sale. Did they claim Did ask. they claim to have more tickets than ever yes, before? I'm looking at Bayonne's post. We are humbled by the overwhelming response from those who want to attend the fan festival. We made more tickets available this year than ever before and we understand the frustration of not being able to mm. procure tickets. We mm. wish we could accommodate everyone and so we'll try to do our best and even host even more of our passionate adventures in the okay. future. To, to, to be that doesn't fair, make, that doesn't they, make logical obviously. sense. To be it fair, look, that makes them sense. seem really cool that they have so many tickets. But you know what else, guys? They also have uh, more subscribers in this game than ever before. So, I mean, I, okay. To be fair, also, I like I know that my circle of friends and cosplay people and stuff is a very small, you know, subset of people. But I will say, I've you know been to all three of these now, and well, eventually, and I have actually seen multiple people posting on facebook about oh i'm so excited i'm gonna go to fan fest for the first time this year like all over facebook like tons of people saying that this is going to be their first year going so i do think interest was higher this year than 2016 regardless of how many actual subscribers they have or how much they claim to have i do think that interest in the fan fest specifically was higher this year that is or well, you know the why facebook algorithms just showing you more stuff yeah well you know but Best wishes on the surgery. Wow. (laughs) That was a weird... You you fucking failure. Fucked it up, man. God damn it. What? Fucked it up. I hate you. to turn that off? It is. Check it every time. Not gonna check it. (laughs) It's behind a monitor. How am I supposed to remember that? By coming in and being like, oh, you know what? I better check that so that things don't happen. It's on your side. Well, it's your, your responsibility. S- There's nothing on your side. Um, I pretty much lead through all of the stuff. Like I have to say all that crap that you write at the beginning that nobody even cares about, and a Nero has to like audio man, so it's even remotely funny. I do all the talent work. You have to help with the technical work, okay? Why don't you help with the creative work and write that next time? Uh, excuse me. Uh, did you see all of the other stuff that I wrote? Children, no. you you help Children. out with the bare bones by being like, oh, here's a link. Write words here. Oh, thanks, Jux. I didn't know how to fucking do that. Anyway. Write the words. Anyway. Anyway, I have another thing to bitch about. <laughs> I think uh, another thing. I, think, Mika, I really oh. like this. Yeah, get him, like, Mika. I know. Sick I'm like, even though, like, it's weird. Like, even though I got my tickets, I'm still so pissed at the way that they're handling. Oh, this spoilers! Stuff. We got some tickets. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, since Nika just ruined no, it. Yeah, thanks, Nika. Uh, limit break. Okay, already, okay, if anyone tuned into my Kingdom Hearts streams, I've already told them anyway. But. um I feel like the biggest issue here is that 
they had people and encouraged people to buy their hotel rooms on the room block rate. Before ticket sales. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that is I, a big fucking what? issue. Like yeah. people. Yes. They had the, like, and there was, I remember the day that it happened. It did sell out quickly. And there was a little bit of like, wow, that sold out fast. But the thing is, is tons of people got those rooms and now tons of people have canceled them. Which, because they didn't get tickets. Yeah. Yep. It, it, it blows my mind. Like there was still a race to get those Rio rooms. Like, so it was by the hard. way, you can get, you can get a Rio room right now, room but right now. it's not going to be a convention rate. But the thing, oh, oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. So if they bought a room oh, at convention rate. rate and then canceled it, that room, you now have to buy at normal rate. No, yep. if you go, no, if you go the, through the convention rate website, it should still be there. Mm, now. No, I think those bookings first go to hotels.com and all of those sites, you know, and then, and then it goes back to a normal rate room. Oh my. Cause, cause the, the thing that, the thing that, uh, you know, like convention rates are, if you purchase the room between X and Y date, so if you're outside of that, Not every convention does it that way. Most of them do. We have a because normally what happens with convention rates is you reserve a certain amount of rooms for the convention. And once those rooms have all sold out, then the convention block is sold out. It's not that it's a time period. It's an amount of rooms the convention has reserved. Hmm. So uh, it's, it, it, the ones that I've always that's how done other have conventions, always been like the ones I've been to on this coast, are a time, you know, like a timed thing. So it's you have it, between it feels timed because they sell out. Yeah. But I don't know if it's specifically timed. What the fuck is all I can say? It's, it's just it's just really weird that even though there was a race and it was a rush to get those Rio rooms, many, many people got them. And I think all of those people assume that if they were able to get a room, then they're going to be able to that get a That they have a reasonable out. chance of getting yeah. tickets. Yeah. yeah. And okay. instead, they sent out clearly more more access codes than they had tickets. I just feel like there's something wrong with this. Like, oh. how, how can they send out all these access codes and then... Not realize well, it's not not everyone getting an access code is going to be interested in going. That's, I mean, obviously, fair. but think that every like they assume that everyone can buy up to four tickets. So assuming that not everyone's going to buy one, still assuming that everyone's going to buy three or four tickets for their friends. Like, but I mean, least. like we don't we know that they don't have 10 million active subscribers, but they probably have. I don't know, uh, half half a million people logging in on a fairly regular basis. So, you know, if you're going to send out half a million access codes, access codes what are you going to book the fucking Barclay Center? Are you going to put it at the <laughs> at the Staples I mean, Center? Just, you know what I, I mean? Just, like they, they OK, that's fair. I just feel like they somehow really didn't real i don't know okay like hold, hold on i, I also, actually have a no, question now also they sent out an access code to anyone who had an active sub between january and june whereas in the past it was literally like if you have an access code in may or june you get one not january february march april may or june i feel like that also allowed tons of people extra access codes that probably possibly don't even have a sub anymore so 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 we got tickets we're going okay are you telling me we don't have rooms yet? No, we don't have rooms yet. Of course yet. you don't oh, have rooms yet. Oh, okay. I have a room, but I don't know. Yeah, all right. So I guess... <laughs> well, at least we have a place to put the equipment then. Yeah, oh, guess, yeah. You can I totally guess... store all the shit in my room. That's okay. fine. I'm... So we can store the shit in our room, but we have to sleep on the streets, Nero. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you gotta no, protect th- the expensive stuff. Yeah. I have a husband. We're sharing a room. None of y'all are invited. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But you can drop the shit in my room. That's fine. So we are uh, we're currently working out the details for FanFest. But I think that, you know, like, let's be honest, like r- interest was so high in 2018 FanFest because everyone was under the preconceived notion that we would be out there doing an after party. 
Like, that's why <laughs> tickets sold out the way that they did. They're like, yeah, we want to check out that after party, but like, we should also have something to do for those couple of days while we're in Vegas. Makes sense. So the FF14 Fan Fest, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the most lit after party, and Nick has to sit outside on the sidewalk. That's right. <laughs> so uh, we uh, we don't have anything to announce yet for the after party, but we are working on booking it. We do want to try to make it as fun, if not even more fun, than last year. There so. will be no deep throat of dildos, years. mostly because Jux is not coming. That's right. Well, you, so, mean, you mean Skuro? You put that thing in your mouth, too. No, I didn't. You, Skuro, and uh, Ryuichi. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, no, hold on, hold on. Revisionist history, it didn't go, my friend. It didn't go in your mouth, but you did tongue it. I don't remember that either. You were also super drunk. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I still remember not touching that. Well, I shoved it down Ciro's throat, <laughs> but aside from that, uh, there's no mouth activity for me on the action figure. All right, we'll look into that. We'll look into that. Okay. So, uh, announcement coming soon for uh, for FanFest details. So please look forward to it. It'll be. I think it'll be a good time. I'm. 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 I have a couple of ideas. Reached out to a couple of people. Nothing. Ooh. Nothing. Nothing to report back on yet. But so it's concrete and the nope. Sure isn't. No. Take it for granted. <laughs> I do know a lot of people Stop. that didn't get FanFest tickets that already bought their flights. You know, because they had a room and assumed they could go. Um, are still going and people are organizing things outside of the event. So like I heard that as well. Um, so homies. What's up? What's up, Hi, Thor. So, hi. So, um, so if if you didn't get tickets, I wouldn't be discouraged. There's still a lot of shit going down. I know, even like, because I mean, I feel really bad. I'm in a Discord for uh, Fan Fest cosplay, and there's a ton of people that have already dropped like five hundred, a thousand bucks on like chain mail for their cosplay for the contest, and then they didn't get tickets. Well, and, just, and not to mention, oh, like, like if you so actually bad. think about it, the fact that this year the stream is free. Paying and going to FanFest, like like the $150, all that's really doing for you is getting you in the door yeah. so that you can see and these the announcements concerts. and the concerts. You can see these announcements and the concerts while actually sitting there, right? Like going and still being able to hang out with people outside of the actual convention center. I mean, how many people did we have uh, lunch and dinner with right. last year? You know, you didn't drink in the convention center itself. You went elsewhere, the the, the after party and Speak stuff. Speak for yourself. I was drinking everywhere I went. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were also sick and trying to suppress by just pure alcohol. Uh, yeah, and, and, and vitamin by, C. And by the way, did you know? Did you know that vitamin C and vodka does absolutely nothing for mono? Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. <laughs> Not. A thing it makes you forget the pain. Not really. No, no. Because you when just you're passed up, out, it does. You just end up more tired and sleepy. Yeah. No, all right. That's actually that's probably fair. Especially. I mean, he's he's getting old. He's getting up there. Yeah. So yeah. Point is though, coming out to Vegas during that weekend, you should still be able to have a lot of fun. It's fucking that's Vegas. Right. We're gonna have all. some. We're gonna have something for you to do. Don't worry. So, um, if listen, give us a call if you want to tell us about your uh, fan fest ticket experience. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Atmosk Estro of Leviathan. What's going on, Atmosk? Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. What's up? Uh, so I wanted to call about, uh, I, am, I am actually a big time MMO hopper. I think I've always been an MMO hopper. And now you guys are talking about ESO and kind of like relating it to Final Fantasy 14. Sure. And I actually, I just came from World of Warcraft for a couple of months, then ESO. And then now I'm back at Final Fantasy. I just bought Stormblood. I'm doing the quest right now. Have you I'm been sorry, tested? Doing- <laughs> uh, I have, I have every STD on the block. Okay. okay. <laughs> every MMO. I'm, I'm like walking a bullet. 
<laughs> so uh, what did what do you think coming from ESO into Stormblood? Well, I think ESO is a completely different genre. It's a different look. If you go into ESO, you're more um, you want the open world. You don't want to be as guided. I feel like WoW and uh, Final Fantasy are much more traditional MMOs. They're very uh, strict on their approach to the RPG genre. It's you have your raids, your dungeons, your leveling, and etc. Um, and then WoW is kind of going the ESO route with uh, the the level scaling that they're slowly introducing. While Final Fantasy is actually a little bit more strict than World of Warcraft, actually maintaining more traditional than World of Warcraft. And actually, this is just my opinion. I would say Final Fantasy is actually now more of the traditional MMO experience than world of warcraft world of warcraft is actually much more lenient wiping is almost impossible and they're looking for raid like i just wiped i think two times i can't remember what trial i just did while um questing i'm 63 if you guys remember what i'm talking about but this is much more difficult than anything in world of warcraft will give you unless you physically force yourself to go into mythic dungeons and or raids then only then will you experience difficulty in world of warcraft besides that literally turn off your brain and play the game at least final fantasy has um the difficulty to it, a feeling to it um and the content there actually feels like content while world of warcraft is so afraid to deviate from what they're doing they just do combat 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 and yes final fantasy did go the other route and their quests are like not always combat related and sometimes extremely boring but at least they're willing to tell you a story i mean that's an interesting perspective because i think that you know from from my perspective when i when i think of a traditional mmo experience i think something that utilizes the overworld and relies less on instancing because that was simply the technical limitation of older mmos right that that was something that you know wow and later ended up utilizing and utilizing very heavily and to great success so then you come over to ff14 where everything is instance uh, you queue for everything and there's there's something that i i feel you know isn't uh, traditional about that that is much more modern, modern yes modern yeah when he was which using is, traditional which is fine, which is fine. It, that is perfectly fine and i understand what kind of hoops it prevents people from having to jump through to be able to get their way to content i think that's all a very good thing however when it becomes monotonous to do so when it becomes kind of old hat to do so i think that there it becomes incumbent upon the developer to find new ways to present the content that doesn't feel the same to the player and i think that that's where ff14 struggles the most is is representing and repackaging content that already exists to the player to make it inherently interesting or to properly incentivize the participation in that thing and again my my comparison to eso is imperfect so i don't want anyone to say oh well he's been playing eso for two months and he's really into that game that's why he's trashing on ff14 that's not the case what what i'm you know i am into eso but my opinion about ff14 and my sentiment about ff14 has been fairly consistent across the board when it comes to you know about the last two years 
of of the game's development cycle. And you know, you can you can write that off as Aniro's not into Stormblood. And you may very well be right. I'm not into Stormblood. Does that preclude me from enjoying content that may come in the future? No. But the chief complaint that I have is that it is a repeat of what we have already been given. And in other MMOs, I feel as if the repeat is way, way less pronounced than it is in FF14. I, I pick up on the patterns of FF14, and that could be from my four or five years playing it. I pick up on the patterns of FF14 way quicker than other games. And I, I, I happen to be of the opinion right now that that has to do with the way that the content is presented. Give me another three months in, in ESO and let me hit level cap and start experiencing the monotony and the, the the grind and the rotation of that content. And then I may be able to come up with a better evaluation of where FF14 stacks up against a game like ESO, which is far more modern. Because most of my context for what an MMO should feel like comes from FF11 and Ultima Online, which, in, if you want to talk genre, are a completely different genre of MMO than what we have now currently with our kind of modern strain of MMO. So I think a more apt comparison would be ESO and would be WoW. So what, you, what you're saying could be in fact true i don't know all i know is my own sentiment when i am grinding content in ff14 for example yesterday had the day off decided to take the entire day off play some video games played uh probably about six hours of eso switched over to ff14 so that i could put up a cross world link shell party finder and get pe more people into the cross world link shell because apparently people are very interested in that and i ended up you know just kind of doing ex dungeon roulette 70 dungeon roulette and uh my uh the yeah 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 my my uh, uh alliance content for the week right and at the end of it I was like, fuck, I got to go take a nap. I, it was literally like I literally <laughs> felt like like bored to the point where I'm like, I need to go sleep this off w before I can go back to ESO. It's digital That's, melatonin. It, 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 it kind of it's I, I don't think it's that. I almost think it's hypnotic the way that FF14 presents you with patterns. And since the human brain is designed to pick up on patterns, I think that's what a lot of the monotony is, is just us picking up on how strictly and rigidly patterned a lot of the content and, and indeed many of the fights are. So I think I think that's that's at least some of my complaint, you know, because when when we did uh, Elder Scrolls online earlier this week over on checkpoint uh Kahlo, when we were doing world bosses that was uh, I mean, granted not not the same type of content and and not a perfect example but that was so chaotic and kinetic that that's what made it fun and it was uh, and also i couldn't tell you a fucking pattern out of oh, there other not, than not, oh not really. there's another wave of ads yeah. right like that's that's one of the things that i thought was was really cool and really compelling now of course once you do all of those they're done and and you know now there's really you know kind of no no reason to, to go back no no point in going back so that's that's to kind of a strike against that kind of content in eso 
So anyway, uh, at most, I, I, I hope that that kind of addressed uh, what you were talking about. But I, I mean, I don't I don't know for sure that traditional is the best description. No, they're, of, they're of, modern of what FF14 does, maybe in comparison to what you were talking about. But I, I do think that the scope and the uh, the the intention is different from those other games. I mean, of course, WoW has so much history that it can rely on and so many different pieces of content that it could put you back into that that's really, you know, that plays to its strength of just how massive it is. Um, so, you know, I, I you may you may bring up a really good point. I, I simply don't know. I, I you know, trying Playing two MMOs at once is really new for me too. Whoa, so, that's, so, that's not something that I'm used to. The other thing well, to actually, go ahead, Alice. I'm actually dub- I'm, I'm doubling in with a uh, World of Warcraft s- subscription, ready for uh, the pre patch hitting in two days, and then the um, the new X pack coming out next month, which I already have purchased. And I, I think I should have been more specific what I meant by traditional. I mean like traditional in like today's day. It, that would be the, modern, like then. in quotation. Yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, the modern traditional. Um, at least Final Fantasy still has like the the servers are still like in one server. It's not cross servers. I still will see repeated names. It's not shardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's very annoying in World of Warcraft. Um, I, but, I and know. I agree about that too because ESO is also shardless, yep. and I hate it. Yeah, there there are definitely uh, 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 pros and cons to each. But what I think here's the thing: Final Fantasy 14 is is not. A bad game. That's why you get so many people that either when they come in at Heavensworth or Heavensward, they love did, it, or when did they come Limit in at Break Radio, just say FF14 is not a bad game. Listen, let me finish. I or, can already, I can already <laughs> liars. hear. I can already liars. hear the fucking YouTube comments. Or we people who come in at Stormblood love what they're playing. Right, the the the, the type of gameplay that Square Enix makes is fine it's worth paying for and it's worth playing the problem is when you've played it for two or three expansions in a row and you realize it is literally the exact same thing like you said it's boring it's hypnotic it's tiresome when you look at world of warcraft by all means yes world of warcraft does have some flaws and, and perhaps even flaws that final fantasy doesn't have but when you look from expansion to expansion you see that blizzard is actively looking at things that that as a player base does doesn't really work for us right the when it comes to tombstones that we do in 14 remember when you had to get what was it valor points uh badges of yeah, valor? yeah badges of valor back in and i think it was like cataclysm and stuff like that when they removed those uh, uh strife was actually the one who, who was talking to me about this that one of the developers had actually put out like this big post on the forums about the effects that something like that had on players making it feel like chores like you had to log in to do a job you have to make sure you cap every week you gotta maximize your badge of honor exactly there was this negative impact that it was having on the community blizzard saw that and was like no we have to fix that we're still getting tomes in 2018 in Final For, Fantasy 14. And, and, and you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. Why are we still getting tomes? Thank you. What are to, what are tomes? Yeah. What do they do? Why are we collecting them? Why does Rowena even want them? And after three fucking expansions, nothing has happened with them. You would think that's like, the problem with 14 well, is they are, don't change. Well, what are tome zones? They're from they're from the Ale- they're from the Elegant Empire, and they have information. Why does Rowena? want them 
because she wants the elegant, elegant porn. She wants the elegant power information. So what is she doing with them? Is there going Getting to be a story? Rich. Is there going to be a storyline eventually no. evolving? No, fuck it? That. no, no. It's it, but and it's that kind of lazy shit that just drives me fucking crazy about this. But would you like I a story about Garo? Say that again. I think that has to do with the J part of, you know, this JRPG. The Japanese, I feel like, don't ever venture too far out. They try perfecting the same thing over and over again. And hence, we have Final Fantasy repeating its content while World of Warcraft is trying to find new ways. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that that's necessarily true. Because with FF11, you saw in a completely mm. different style of design philosophy when it came to content. Once content was out, it received small adjustments through patches over time, but they moved on to the next thing. Sky was never really reworked into something else until much, much, much later in the game where you just, you know, Sky Party couldn't happen anymore, right? You know, C was its own thing, you know, for ages and might still be to this day. I have no idea. I haven't played FF11 in a real really really long time but you know you didn't see them going back and doing you know c 2.0 you know during treasures of Odergon. they were on to salvage and and nizu isle nizu isle and assaults yeah and 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 attacking bricks and and, walls and i don't i don't (laughs) i don't know if that's japanese i don't know if that's a cultural thing at square enix i don't know if that has to do with this particular dev team but there does seem to be a a, and and I, i i hate to say this but i feel like it's more more driven by fear more more driven by fear of failure uh that you know a piece of content uh uh could you know could come out and be as bad as diadem or something that they don't go back and and try to create something new very often they just reiterate what already works and yes it does work but it's also very boring it's also very 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 boring uh after you know what is this, six years now of of uh, grinding uh, dungeons to be able to get tomes or level up or whatever it is? Like, I just, I would like them to come with some sort of different approach. And I've said a million different ways from Sunday what that approach could be. And, I, you know, I don't know how else to put it anymore. They seem unwilling or uninterested in, in doing any of those or things. Or unable unable that may be possible too anyway thanks for the call atmos we appreciate you uh, hearing from you um, he's gone okay he's, he's gone. here but okay well never mind that atmos thank you very much for the call if you want to give limit break radio a call limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord Let's talk about uh, Guild Wars 2 here for a second. Yeah, I mean, we already as touched on as, ESO and yeah, World of Warcraft. As long as we're talking about other MMOs, we as might as, as we're well. we're not talking about Final Fantasy fourteen. let's continue well, not to talk about Final well, Fantasy this, Well, this, this relates to Limit Break Radio just as sort of like an entity. As a, right? Yeah, as a yeah. media outlet. Yeah. Oh, this is about us? Not really. Just oh. shut up and listen. All right. So uh, a few weeks ago, uh, joke, the Guild Wars 2 community was rocked, quote unquote, by the uh, firing of their own volition, uh, more or less, of uh, two writers from uh, from ArenaNet's uh, uh, writing staff for Guild Wars 2. So essentially what happened is uh, uh, a writer by the name of Jessica Price uh, on her own 
private Twitter account. And by private Twitter account, I don't mean that it was made private to where you couldn't see it. It just wasn't associated with ArenaNet. Her right? personal right. account. Her yeah, yeah, personal yeah. account. Yep. She had held a Reddit AMA uh, of some sort uh, on the Guild Wars. You know, answered a bunch of questions, blah, 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 blah. And on her private uh, or her public account, she had expanded on one of the questions and points that was made. And that was essentially how hard it is to write for the player character in an MMO. It's hard to give them to, to, to characterize them. Right. Which is probably fair. OK. Uh, someone within the community. It's, uh, that's that's a pretty uh, long-standing problem. Anytime you've had a silent protagonist. Exactly. Exactly. So another uh, a, a streamer, a uh, uh, I don't want to say prolific, but one of the Guild Wars streamers, very active in the community, uh, on, uh, replied to her Twitter saying, you know, it was a really interesting thing to read. I appreciate your insight. You know, uh, allow me to disagree slightly. And basically went on to uh, summarize that maybe it's not a problem with the MMORPG genre itself. And... Uh, she saw that as a gendered attack on her and, you know, went off on the guy. And uh, then another writer, uh, Peter Freeze, Peter Freeze, 12 year arena net veteran, by the way, came to her defense. You know, she didn't ask you to comment on this. Everyone just cool off, blah, 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 blah. Reddit got all up in a tizzy that the writers and these employees were being rude to them, called for their dismissal and arena net fired them. So why this is relevant to Limit Break Radio is, you know, first of all, when you look at the exchange, it is kind of easy to walk away with like, well, she took it to a place that was unnecessary and she very well might have because a lot of the criticism that was leveled at Guild Wars 2 in, you know, by uh, what's his name? Doror, Doror, Darior, whatever his name is, uh, was pretty fair it was i thought so you know it's it's no more hard i mean we we get way more harsh with square enix on this show that was a one out of ten on the scale we take it to 11 exactly like we've straight up called the ff14 dev team lazy do we have any evidence of that no but it's an opinion and this guy was sharing his opinion and he has every right to do that and she pushed back and said hey Look, you know, I'm look at some uneducated asshole telling me how to do my job. And oh, by the way, I happen to be a woman. So bringing gender into it, which in 2018 post Gamergate, that's just kind of poking the bear. Isn't yeah, kind of was kind of poking was. the bear. However, though, I don't. I don't begrudge her of that opinion either. No, again, it is still the internet. So if you want to say fuck you to someone, tell them to fuck, fuck you. Off. Being a woman in the games industry has got to be very difficult. Mm-hmm. And especially having to deal with jabbering jackholes like this show <laughs> going off about your work has got to be, for some people, very irritating. But you're right, Kahlo. This is the internet. And this is free speech. We get to express our opinion. If my opinion is that Yoshi P did a bad job administering the FanFest tickets, which, by the way, he didn't because he had no role in that. But if my point is that he chose poorly in the vendor, I, I'm, I'm entitled to that position. I don't think that, by the way, but I'm entitled to think that. And what this lady did was get on her own private Twitter account that is she's not a community rep. So this does not represent ArenaNet or Guild Wars 2. She worked for the company and said so on her Twitter bio. By the way, you can do that. 
If that's your job, you're allowed to fucking claim, hey, this is my job. But I have a real problem with the fact that both her and Peter were fired. Especially Peter. Especially Peter. I have a really big problem with this because if at any point I had ever leveled any criticism against the Square Enix development team and Matt Hilton had come out and addressed it on Twitter... And said, hey, no, we're not lazy. We work really hard. That would be opening up a dialogue. That would be opening up a conversation. Would I be offended at him pushing back on the notion that the FF14 dev team is lazy? No, I would not. But also, I feel like we can handle shit like that a lot easier. I feel like a lot of people, if maybe we're fed up with them and said that, and then Matt Hitton pushed back at them, so other people might get offended. Right. And 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 you know what? That's fine. That's that's all well and good. If at some point he had said, well, listen, Nero, I think you're being racist against Japanese people because you're calling this dev team lazy. And that's an intrinsically racist point of view. That would have been a different dialogue. (laughs) And it would have been probably pretty unfair characterization of my comments. But I still would not have come on this channel, this show. I would not have said anywhere on Twitter, on social media. I would not have done anything to say that that person would deserve to lose their job because they just shouldn't. People should be. This is a fundamental question. Who owns your fucking social media? Yeah, they're they're, they're I'm I'm asking every single person in this chat room who owns your social media right now. Is it you or is it the company you work for? Because if it's the company you work for, I guarantee right now more than half of the people in this chat room watching this Twitch channel would probably have to go back and remove a few things from their Twitter feed. Guaranteed. Who owns your social media profile? Is it you or is it the person you work for? Because, you know what? And I hate to bring him into this, but the president of the United States makes a pretty good case for the fact that your social media account is your own. Despite your position in any company, in anywhere, unless that Twitter profile has the name of the fucking company in it, then your profile is yours unless you are a designated customer service representative public relations representative your account is yours should you be held accountable for the things that you say absolutely was there anything in this exchange that warranted jessica or peter being fired not that i saw not that I saw, and the only evidence that anyone has has been able to bring up that moves the needle even a little bit was like, oh yeah, she shit on Total Biscuit when he died. Okay, so she says some reprehensible shit. I say reprehensible shit all the time, too. Sometimes it's just to get a laugh. Other times it's to get a rise. Other times it's what I actually believe. You don't know. But the fact of the matter is, is if I, if, if I was so hyper-concerned about what I was putting on social media, do you think I would be allowed to be myself? 
Probably not. Do you think I would be allowed to to come out on this show? You know, like let's say let's say that you know the 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 co- corporate overlords at Checkpoint listened to Limit Break Radio and they were like, "Wow, Nate, I think you need to tone it down on that show a little bit." You know what my answer would be? It would be go fuck yourself or buy the show. You want to buy the show? Fine, pay me a million dollars. And I'll say what you want me to say. I've got a price. It's a million (laughs) dollars. But that's bullshit to be held accountable on that level. To and, and, and the really shitty thing here is, is the people that pounced on this opportunity were the remnants of the gamer gators that shit around Reddit and 4chan and swirl around that whole asshole of the Internet. And the sentiment from that group after this happened was, we got arena net by the balls. We can get anyone we want. We fired. got them by the balls. And you know what? They're right. They do. Arena net caved. They folded. What arena net should have done was stood by their employees and said, our employees' conduct on social media is not a representation of ArenaNet. If you have a problem, please contact ArenaNet contact directly. I don't know. Lots of people have gotten fired for saying shitty things on social media not connected to the company, though. Like, that's a if, thing. If you're being held accountable for saying something shitty, that's fine. Then what did she say that was so shitty that she deserves to lose her job? I mean, that's true. If, if, if they were going to hold her accountable, they could have done that for some of the other things she's done. Like, if they didn't like that she was harassing the guy that died, then or whatever... Like, then they could have fired her then, but they didn't, which means they clearly, that wasn't the reason they were fired. I saw nothing in any of these exchanges that warranted somebody's job. No, 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 no. The the problem here was that Reddit applied pressure. The end. Done. You know? Another victory for America. And now two people lost their jobs. Why? Because a woman making a game felt as if she was different while making it and you know what as a man i can't tell her that she's wrong i just can't so i see i I see a lot of people having an opinion about this story Mm -hmm. oh she was a monster because she was just an asshole on social media i'm an asshole all the time should we kick him off this show and remove him from checkpoint a lot of people would really like that hmm A lot of people would really like that. But then you know what goes with me is all the microphones. Everything. Literally everything. Show would die. The talent. Yeah. Ability. (laughs) We just go and make a new... (laughs) We just start a new show. (laughs) I mean, but that's the thing, though, is that what this really damages at the end of the day, and why I think that this is relevant to Limit Break Radio... Is what it damages is the ability for a media organization, which let's genuine, let's generously call what this guy, this guy, this fucking streamer, a, a media organization and a developer. It, it, it damages the ability to have a genuine dialogue between those two parties. Mm-hmm. And if a lot of people and because a lot of people do look at shows like this as you know we're community leaders we're the ones that can get square enix's attention and for some shows that may be more applicable than ours right Mm -hmm. 
And you do want the ability for those two parties to be able to have a genuine dialogue. Do yes. you not? I, no, I agree. When, when, when I looked at this, like, again, I... I get how everyone could have gotten to where they were, but I also see the exchange that they were having as something that has to be necessary. In MMORPGs, above all else, communicating with your audience is important, right? But she has every right on her personal Twitter account to call someone an asshole. Absolutely. And the fact that, that because by the way, Twitter does give you the option that if you don't want people to comment on your stuff if they're not following you and you're following them, you have that option. Right. If she didn't want someone to disagree with her, she had the ability to stop that, right? So he had as much of a right to comment as she did to say, hey, go fuck yourself, right? Yeah. Shouldn't have got her fucking fired? And, and you know what? Creative people should be given that freedom to be able to defend their work. Yes. How many times, dude, how many times do we get we get the same fucking complaints from people over and over and over again? You guys are so critical. Oh, my God. Why do you even do a show for a game that you hate? And it's like, okay, well, those people don't understand that there is a large audience that we have that's interested that's been listening for four years six years whatever it is that's been listening for a long time that's interested in hearing our opinions about this game as it continues to evolve and progress even if we've we've dipped in interest in the game you know we used to have we used to have this prevailing thought in ff11 limit break radio nobody wants to hear a show that that shits on the game that it is podcasting about boy were we wrong and when we when we brought the show back we we came at it with a different core tenant and that is nobody wants to sit around and listen to a show where four people agree with them with each other especially when there's other shows that already do that right so it changed one of our core tenants, and it was really out of fear that we had said people don't want to listen to a show where the hosts just bag on the game. We have to, do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we decided to challenge that notion, and it turns out, eh, you're fucking wrong. We were wrong too, but turns out you're wrong. People want to listen. People still want to hear our opinions about it. So what? We should shut it down because it offends your delicate sensibility? No. Should Jessica have had to shut down her Twitter feed because it offended a couple of people? No. Nor should she have been fired. I think that that is a ridiculous response. It's an irresponsible response from ArenaNet. Mm-hmm. That that invalidates her feeling that as a woman in game development that she gets mansplained shit all the time and to be fair to be fair would it i you know if if this was a man saying it about a a layman trying to explain the better parts of game deving this would not have been a story because we would have said a game dev is pushing back against someone who doesn't know how to make a if game. If it would have been like this streamer against Peter. Again, and that's fine. But again, don't we want that? Isn't that exactly what we want? By doing a show like this, isn't what we want is Square Enix to acknowledge 
something that we say on the show or to start a dialogue or when we go, hey, why is this like this? Because it kind of sucks that it's like this to get an answer out of them would be refreshing. Now, that, that's why this whole and instead, instead, people latched on to the fact that she's a woman and turned it into something else. Did she start that ball rolling? Absolutely. But fucking compounding it with the 4chan bullshit and the Reddit bullshit, I am so tired of that. Yeah, I am no, I, so tired of I that I agree. Shit. There was nothing about this story that as a gamer, as, as, as a content creator community, whatever the fuck we are, made me feel good because you're right. We should be able to communicate with developers, whether it's MMORPGs or not, because we consume what they make for us. So whether or not we know the ins and outs and the intricacies of game development, we still have opinions that could help in making your product better, right? Not saying that everything that everyone comes up with is going to help with that. But talking to it with us can definitely help. But I think everyone handled this situation poorly. But here's, the, here's who but did, it was Arena Net that yeah. put the nails in the coffin. Here's who did they could have shut that shit down by saying, Jessica, chill out. Here's who didn't better. need to get involved at all. HR. Arena net. Yeah, that's they fair. needed. They didn't have a role in this. They inserted themselves because they thought they had an optics problem. Guess what? I didn't know shit about this until these people were fired, and you had open people openly celebrating their firing. Yep. This would have been a blip on the fucking radar, and Arena Net just blew it up into something else. And I, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. If I was a Guild Wars 2 player, I would absolutely be uninstalling that game right the fuck now. That's fucked up. And that's not just fucked up in the world of game development or in MMOs. That's fucked up for people's jobs and for people's livelihood. If you want your social media parsed and you want every statement you've ever put out on social media parsed as to whether or not you can keep your job, go ahead and support this move because that's what you're doing. That's what you're supporting. You're supporting the right for your boss to get so far up your ass that they can they can fire you or hire you based on your social media statements alone. Sorry, that's not that's not the world that I want to live in. You're not so, point of interviews anymore. Exactly. <laughs> like, why even bother vetting a, a, an employee? Why, or why send a fucking CV or a resume? Just send your fucking Twitter profile. <laughs> Yeah, but if they see something they don't like, they just won't call you back. Exactly. <laughs> you really, you do you really feel like your livelihood is secure if if that is the rule, if that's the norm? I mean, I kind of already. I've, I mean, that's like one of the things they taught us in teacher school was don't ever put anything on social media that you don't want to be seen. And so I'm very careful about what I post on my social media. And that's why I also use a fake name everywhere. Um, Because literally, like, you don't want a teacher who's sitting there cursing at people on social media and calling people names. And I don't know. It just isn't something you're going to want. I I think it would have been weird for me as a kid to find my teacher's social media. Oh, and the thing is is that now that shit happens. Like, um, I mean, the PE teacher was telling me recently that kids are finding him on social media, like on Instagram. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, like I, I've actually thought about that. You know, like, uh, Nika, when you were doing your awesome stream earlier this week for, for like 80 fucking people, by the way. What were you doing? She was just raiding. Yeah, I just had a good raid that day. I think in 14. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I got a host from Happy or someone that helped boost it, but it was... Well, uh, congratulations. Yeah. But, but anyway, while I was watching, I was like, dude, what if one of the kids that you were teaching or, or a kid that you taught several years ago just like stumbled across the I'm stream? I'm expecting that to happen at some It's got to happen. I've it's got to happen. I've already have had a parent because I've, I've worn a MAGFest shirt on Casual Friday before. Sure. And I had a parent come in for a conference and then mention it later and be like, oh, I saw you had a MAGFest shirt. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he's, <laughs> like, he knows exactly what that is. But then to be fair, the conference we did end up talking about final fantasy and persona so like it was kind of weird um but like i'm sure at some point like a student or a parent will stumble across and like i don't know i don't know but what even, i'm gonna do but when that nika, happens. get you fired but, but nika even being very careful and i'm pretty careful on social media as well right like i That's don't scary i don't say <laughs> hey i don't say i don't say shit on social media that i'm not willing to back up with at least a fairly decent rant um <laughs> But but the thing is, is that, um, you know, I'm I'm also fairly, uh, you know, like uh, uh, reserved on on what I'll throw out there on on social media. And the thing is, is that context can be warped so easily mm-hmm. given time and the change of context or the change of political winds or, you know, the change of sentiments. Right. Like y- you don't want to be held accountable for something you said three years years ago when something was way different in your life like that that assumes that people aren't allowed to grow in that period of time that they're not allowed to change in that period of time and i think that that's really disingenuous if you use somebody's social media to build a profile of them you get a very static profile you don't get a lot of change in there because people don't talk about changes inside of them that often that's an internal thing Social media is an external thing, right? You might notice the the tone of somebody's posts change over time or the content of somebody's posts change over time. But if the content of their hearts are changing, then the content of their posts are going to be slow to reflect that. And you have to allow people that ability. You have to allow people that 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 room to be able to grow and mature as people and as human beings. And and I uh, listen, I, all I know is that I do not want to live in a world where every Every single person's social media profile is parsed so that you get an idea of whether or not they're hireable or not. That's, to me, a dystopian world that I don't want any part of. I, and, I guarantee you that most employers already do that, though. Like, I, I, you no, you're in a resume. The first thing that they do is look at your Facebook page. It's, yes. And, and as a, you know, like as a general way to kind of shake that out. But I'm talking like you have to parse everything that they've ever said. You know what I mean? Like. Making this worse, right? Like, I I don't mind if somebody went to my my Facebook profile to kind of get a general sense of me before they hire me for a job, right? Like, that's normal. That seems fairly, fairly sane and adequate. And that's part of vetting someone, right? I'm not asking to not be allowed to vet somebody. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, if we're going to start using a social media profile as the litmus test or the standard that everyone is held to once they're and, and, and indeed once they're hired into the company, too, then I think that that leads to a very, you know, kind of dangerously repressive environment where people aren't allowed to talk 
talk about their real feelings. And I, I mean, but then again, I'm also of the opinion that like 99% of people need to use social media about 50% less to find some real happiness <laughs> in their life because it's just something that we've overvalued, right? Like, I think if we all kind of like took a step back from social media, that we would all kind of benefit from that. But that's just kind of my opinion. Anyway, um, we're kind of, we're, we're about three quarters of the way through the show. You know what? Didn't Juxta have a game? Didn't? Yeah, I think he did have a game. I do have a game, but we have something more important. We have a caller on the line. Oh, oh okay. all right. Well, then let's go to our phone lines and talk to Carletta. How's it going, Carletta? Hey, how's everybody today? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. I can't wait for FanFest. I, uh. I got a ticket. It um, it was uh, I, it was it was not easy. I was going to say, yeah, you went through a little bit of uh, uh, fan fest ticket savage, right? Yes. Uh, I thought Braubon savage was hard. Um, what happened was, I uh, went to the site and I waited and waited. Got disconnected from the internet. Oh no! Got back on into the queue. Waited. 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 Oh no. Waited. Sold out. I'm going like, no. So I'm going like, okay, well, dims the brakes. So I go to my uh, my uh, FC's uh, Discord. Their name's Celestia. And um, they're like, hey, I have an extra ticket. I'm still on. <laughs> he was on the other, the uh, not the fan fest part, but the show clicks. Oh, 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 the show clicks uh, website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He got, yeah, got to the actual yeah. website. Yep, yep. And he goes, give me your name real quick. And I gave him the real and the uh, game name. And I got a ticket. I pay the person when I get back. I mean, I get back when I get to FanFest. Well, that's great. And so so you're... Scalped, you, and not scalped at all. So so <laughs> your FC mate was able to buy their own ticket and then get back in and then buy one like like for themselves as well? Or... I, I you know... They might have just I bought two know. hoping to give one away to someone who didn't get through. Well, in I Carletta's mean, case, this I mean, worked out. Very lucky. Yeah, you know what? Even if it goes sideways when I get there, I'm still in Vegas. I can still see you guys. Thank you. That's like the whole thing. Like, like, like look, I'm gonna, the whole point I'm, of going gonna, to FanFest. I'm going to be completely honest. For me, 100% of going to Vegas is to see fans and stuff, right? Like the reporting yeah. on the show, yes, that's important. We're going to do it? Yes, absolutely, we're going to do it. But even if we got there and Square Enix was like, no, 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 no. You know what? We know who you are. You're not allowed in. All right, fine. We'll, we'll turn the stream on and we'll still get all the information we need to do our show. The important thing is being in Vegas with our fans. Mm-hmm. And maybe I can like kind of like each get to the get to the point where you uh, at, to the my brain starting to go now. Uh, <laughs> right before you go into the to the to the uh, room with all the stuff in it, I'll just be there looking like. <laughs> well, again, I mean, you know, remember when we were at uh, the Paris last year, I mean, you couldn't walk more than five feet and, and have alcohol. Yeah. So by all means, anywhere you go, you're going to be having a time. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And, I'm, and I'm bringing my sister. I mean, she doesn't have a ticket, but I still want her to meet everybody. Well, that's great. We'll uh, look forward to meeting your she sister. Wants to play, she wants to play 14, but she hasn't. And I'm trying to convince her, get the game now so you can get hooked by FanFest. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There you go. Well, th- it's going to be fun to see you and hang out with you again, Carletta. I know. And the, the sad part is that I had a power outage oh, about a month ago. 
and my controller bit the dust when the power came back on. Because uh, I used the controller to move around. I used keyboard to actually fight. I haven't been on 14 in a month. Oh, oh man. Because I couldn't I'm... play. I, I hate using W, A, and D to move around. <laughs> well, I got, I, I got a, a one of those adapters coming in, hopefully, pretty soon, so I can use my PS5, PS5, PS4 controller. Nice. I'm playing 15, by the way, too. So Nice. Uh, I'm sorry. Here we are. Well, that's cool, Carletta. That's excellent, and uh, we're we're happy that uh, you were able to uh, to figure out a ticket situation. Well, me too, and I, I can't wait. Now I'm going to go uh, clear my social media. <laughs> <laughs> Carletta, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. If you want to give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. So, Juxta, yeah, you told us you've got a little game for us to play. I do have a game, and I like to, it's a little game that I like to call Name That Final Fantasy fourteen Tune, or Name That fourteen Tune for short. And it really sounds really. Fun. It sounds like a uh, oddly familiar bit. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one that I came up with all on my own. So I, I guess you must live in my brain because uh-huh. it's completely original. Maybe maybe one night after you guys had you know done done your usual thing when he was whispering sweet nothings into your ear, you came up with it and, and mentioned it to him, and that's why it sounds familiar. Oh, to him. that would make sense, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, and so uh, the rules are simple. Uh, you just uh, I'm gonna play a short clip of a song. Okay. You guys gotta guess what it is, and I say you guys because I don't think that the three of you even put together would be able to uh, beat me at my game. So do we have to know the actual name of the track or just like where it is in the? Game? No, it's the no. zone, right? Well, it's uh, it's the zone, or if it's like a specific cut scene, if, if we or can, if a fight. Yeah, if we can prove that we know where it's coming from, okay. but if it's in a fight, you have to get the correct phase. So if it's a Titan fight, oh, maybe yeah. you have to name the phase three. Or if it's in a zone, day or night. Okay, so so you don't so so we're not going like against each other here. No, no, you're we're on a team. Together. Okay. Alright, so you guys gotta collaborate and try to, you know, win. Alright, Nika, don't you dare fucking bring us down, I swear to God. <laughs> what you think that I'm gonna be the one that brings us down? I, you're the only one that, that I bet <laughs> that plays with the music on. Yeah, I, play, yeah. I play. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. So, you play with the music on? But yeah. you probably no. like, like really weird tracks that I was in like one random ass cutscene in like two point four. Like like out of out of <laughs> I mean I mean like out of outside of the first week, I think I mute the music even if I really like it. That's oh, I always use music. Like, Why do you do soaking like, like this? I I, I turn it on if bullshit it's a new stuff. I use scene. the shoutcast instead, but like when I play normally, I always have the music on. Okay. okay. Also, right. uh, it's only from stuff that's in 2.0 and beyond. Okay. It's a song like uh, uh, Twilight Over Thailand that was in 1.0, but you can hear in 2.0 and beyond. Didn't that's, use. That's okay. fair. That's oh, fair okay. game. Okay. But if it's stuff that's like the Guild Leaves in 1.0 or... Where we've never heard it since. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's not in the game. Okay. All right. I'm ready for this. I'm, I'm also, ready to do this. Oh, also. Oh, because, also. Be- because this game is so hard, you also have uh, three juxta lines. You have a phone and intern. <laughs> You have Ask the Chat and the 50-50. You can use those at any time. Wait, wait, 50-50. So are you giving us multiple choice? Yeah. Uh, No, no. So what does 50-50 do? I'll just give you two names of songs. (laughs) And they're either right or they're wrong. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. Well, okay. Technically, so, technically, the name is accurate, then. Wait, okay. wait. Right. So, hold on, because the chat's probably going to be yeah, shouting out answers don't anyhow. Look at, don't look at the chat, chat please. Oh, okay, so chat, we're not allowed to. Don't say anything unless... No, 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 no. Chat, 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 play along. allowed, chat. but we can only look at the chat if you use the juxtalon. Got gotcha. it. Okay. okay. And so, I, I've phone got... Phone is down. Phone is down. I, I, phone is down. You, uh, Kahlo, you can confirm over on my screen. see. You put shit over it. VLC Media Player is covering the Twitch chat, so... And I'm just assuming that Nika's cheating because of the whole uh, Pandemonium Warden incident way back when. (laughs) 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 You know, things that come back from years and years ago. All right, I guess that's a... And one final... Well, just, you know what, Nika, log off and see if I can hear your complaints even louder. All right, and one final rule. Uh, I get a, uh, after we play it, if you guys still can't get it after the short, like, five, uh, three to six second clip, if you still can't get it, I'll play you an extended one for no points. Okay. But if you can't get it after that, then I win, and I, I get a point. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to give you three easy ones to start. Uh, this is the first one. And just shout it out when you think you got it. But you have to give the final answer. You can collaborate. You'd be like, oh, I think it's this. I think it's this. Uh, I think it's singing this. Singing the whole song in my head. It's from one of the boss fights in one of the dungeons. Yeah. I know. Isn't I that, know. Yeah, like, like final uh, dungeon boss, because they all use the same, same like song the, for the dungeon. Like right? the Griffin, is it the Griffin one in the... Hit it again. Yeah, I think that that's a dungeon... Is it the one from Stone Vigil... I, but they're all Whatever the, the same. Yeah, yeah, see, that, the that's the, the boss, thing. They're it's the dungeon the, boss the, thing, dun, right? Dungeon bosses don't have their own themes. Right. Well, not all of them. Not all of them. Right, right. I that's, think this is a dungeon boss theme. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm do we, have to, do I, we have to specify from which expansion? Yes, you do. Heaven's Word. I think Heaven's Word. I think it's Heaven's Word. No, it's Heaven's Word. Is yeah. that your final answer? Because the Vigil Snow... Yeah, that's right. So, so we're going to go with... Uh, Nika, we're, we're, we're all on the same page. Boss battle music from Heaven's Word. From Dungeons. Yes. Yes. Are you a grand board, Nico? Yeah. Oh! Yeah, you got the first one. Okay, nice. All right, and the second easy one. Okay. Big Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, Gilgamesh. Yep. And easy one number three. That's a Stormblood one, isn't it? Yep. Um, I have no idea what that is. Oh, come on. Hang on. It's... um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to know this one. Do it it again. That's not six seconds. Not all of them are six seconds. Uh, Between three and six seconds. Okay. It's not a zone theme. Is it a a dungeon? No, no, no. No, I think it's a town. It's not a zone theme, though. It's like a cutscene theme. What? Oh, is it? Is it when when we meet Hean? Is that like a Hean theme? Mm. Chad is going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. For, for our jux line, do we only get one of each? Yeah, you only get one of each for oh. the whole segment. So oh. choose it wise. Oh. Don't use it on the easy ones. These okay. are easy. No. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm. A, yeah, it's, I'm it's gonna a, have it's to. I'm gonna have to. Like a cutscene theme from Stormblood. I'm gonna have to bow to your weeabooness, Nika. <sighs> are you sure? Because I almost. Defi- it's wanna, a human theme. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I almost want to say Yangshi. <gasps> oh. If you say um, that, you have to give a day or night, though. Oh motherfucker! I. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
I'm like nine. I'm like ninety percent sure it's Yangtze and the day. I'll. I'll, I remember liking the music from there. I remember liking the zone design and the music. Man, the, it, this one's tough. I'm gonna. This this one's tougher than uh, than you give yourself. Can I play credit it one more time. Nika, Nika, listen. All right. I have put my guess out there into the ether. The decision rests with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I kind of feel like I've spent a lot of time doing that Doman upgrade quest in the Doman Enclave. Are we sure? But but the Doman Enclave is located in Yangsha, isn't it? Isn't that the zone that it's connected Ooh, is to? Is it the same music? <sighs> All right. Come on, Nika. All right. We need, a, we need an answer. We need a final answer, Nika. Wait, Why wait. Me? Didn't you say that that if we needed to, it's not it doesn't count as a juxta line, but you'd give us like more of the song? Yeah, but you'll get no points if you do that. Oh. But neither of us. So give a final answer it. before that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't I don't feel like it's an entire zone music. Like it doesn't strike me as something that's actually in Yangshu, because I spend a lot of time doing daily hunts. And this to me does not feel like a large zone theme. It's either something it's either a cutscene theme or the on It could be a cutscene theme. It could like, be. I, but I, I I know the part after it goes dun 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 dun. Yeah, it's it's too um like I don't know, that seems too like not what zone themes sound like. All right, so, well it's on you, Nika. It's on yeah, you. If if you if you don't give an answer, I'm gonna say Yangtze Day. <sighs> See, my guess would be Domin Enclave, but I don't know if it's different music from Yangsha. All right, I'll, we'll just go with Yangtze Day. Mm. Damn. So, so, so where's it from? Uh, you want to give another answer for I, redemption I, points? I, Can I give the Dome and Enclave as an answer? You may. Go ahead. And that oh. would be correct. You need to be more cur- more confident. Be more confident. I mean, like, it's I also really uh, he and I gave you. It is he and Steve. said that too. It I also, gave you a million chances uh, to take this one up. Uh, the official name of the song from Square Enix is Cyan's Theme from Final Fantasy VI. That's yeah. right. God damn it. Yeah, I've, they reuse a lot of those themes are reused. That drives me crazy it because you're, yeah, now you can hear it. Now you can hear so, it. So hold on. Since since we got it with the extended, does that mean you don't get a point? I don't get you a point from okay. that. Okay. 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 That's your okay. redemption right. point. Okay. 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 All right. Let's move on to the actual songs now. Number one. This is Snow Cloak. Yeah, it's one of the dungeons. Yeah. There you go. Like this is Snow Cloak. Cloak. It's Snow Cloak yeah, for sure. Agreed. agreed. Yeah. Good job. Also uh, known as the Warrens. We're not going to know any of these actual <laughs> titles, man. Yeah. Come on. What? The Warrens? Okay. Number two. All right. I, mm. I could barely hear that one on my end. It faded out. Damn, that I was not even sound familiar. Damn, I was I was actually going to say that that one's unfair because that could be too like that. That swell happens at so many songs, mm. but that part afterwards is really unique. It is, and 
I feel like that that's a, a, a story dungeon of some point, but I have no idea. That's why I get a little more seconds. I, I feel These like... Are, okay, I'm telling you, it's not a regular dungeon thing yeah. because I grind those for levels so hard. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like, I would know that if, if it was at least a dungeon theme, that is not... Like, I don't even recognize this song at all. From from some type of MSQ-related uh, cutscene, then? Or something, or something yeah, early from 2.x. Because, because what what that that hits me as is, like, some type of, like, escape, or, like, we're still in the action, but there's a little bit of a lull in it as it's ramping up to the to the to the next point right so i don't have a clue this mm. one uh, that genuinely i feel like i've never heard this piece Can of music <laughs> how, how, how do you guys feel about using a 50 50 on this one you want to use a 50 50 okay well yeah, okay. yeah let's 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 use a 50 50 because i i genuinely i i feel like i've never heard this okay yeah, I, don't either. I will give you uh wrath of the icons or Calamity Unbound. I feel like you guys would know mm. if this was Calamity Unbound. This has got to be Wrath of the Icons. But what are those even from? Yeah, but what icon? Because the icons, what? So, but it's not like a primal battle. No, it's not. But think to think to the uh, uh, the cutscene when uh, Ultima Weapon scoops in all of the uh, all of the primals mm. at the end of the 2.0 MSQ. Hmm. It does, you know, because <sighs> MSQ sounds right, like something associated with the MSQ, mm-hmm. some type of like really high high value like moment in the MSQ. What was it? Was something of the icons? Wrath of the Wrath, Wrath of, of the, the icons or, or calamity unbound? unbound? I I would say Wrath of the icons. Yeah, let's go. Wrath of the Icons. Wrath of the Icons. Mm, Really? Where's it from? Uh, It is also not uh, Calamity Unbound either. You had a 50 50 shot. Either it was right or it was wrong. They were both wrong. Wait, what? No! That's not. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. A 50 50. I can't wrap my head around that. We asked how this worked before. And I told you it's either right or it's wrong. No, no, no. Some of the songs you gave us were right and some were wrong. No, I never said an answer was right. No, because you're not giving. Like, the way. Like, that would make sense if there were four overall options. We have a bajillion overall options. You give us two and they're both purposely wrong? No, you have to give us the right that one some and a wrong one so that we have a 50-50 shot of getting it right. Yeah, before you say anything else, remember, yeah, you this is... a 50-50 shot. Either you get a right answer or you get a wrong answer. Ju- no. Completely fine. Hey, no. Hey, no. Guys. Juxta line. N- no. Juxta. Remember... We decide whether or not we ever play this again. Yeah, no. That, Make the right decision that, here. You just got juxtaline. No. All right. No, that, okay. That's, do, do it again. That's Give us a, a wrong lie. one and a right one. Now, go. That, that's a lie. Give us two other options, and it's a 50-50 right or wrong. All right. Fine. You ruined my game. Oh, uh, let's see. No, your the, game needs to be fucking fair. The Corpse Hall or Hubris. Play it again. Hashtag new juxta for that bullshit. If you mute me, I can't MC. 
I have all the power here. No, but someone someone actually donating and calling bullshit on that <laughs> yeah. is, is pretty meaningful. All right, hubris sounds like that's MSQ material. The corpse hall sounds like that would be from a dungeon. It, I agree with you. Okay, hubris. Hubris. There we go. So wh- where is that actually That's how from, 50-50 then? has to work. <laughs> you can't give but two it's the wrong answers. I will fucking strangle you. <laughs> uh, it's actually from Labyrinth of the Ancients. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, just walking around, not the battle team. Okay. Wow. Okay. So if you would have guessed Crystal Tower, that would have been incorrect. Interesting. So you know. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, that, nice. Uh, nice sourcing of that, though. That's that because uh, uh, you're right. Like, that's music that we never hear anymore. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah, play the full I, I one? The, the, the full clip that you have? Oh, yeah. I got. Oh, not the full. It's 15 seconds. Yeah. You'll hear it. I feel like there I would have been like oh it's a 24 man but I don't know if I would have pinpointed Labyrinth of the Ancients yeah that was a good one. Good. I, I I will give you credit for that, but you don't credit get for the choice. <laughs> yeah. You don't get the point. I don't, I don't think you guys get what uh, what uh, juxtalines. See, now mean. I don't want to use any of the juxtalines. But ask the chat. All we have to do is look at the chat. Like that, he can't fuck yeah. that one up. Well, yeah. Assuming you know they're giving you right answers. Right, but that's, after, that's, after, that's after, different. After they realize that what juxtalines mean. Oh, that's you want different. them to fuck it up for us on purpose? <laughs> Medium. Uh, excuse me. This is uh, number three. That's definitely something from Alexander. Yes. Nika. It is. Hang on. I'm thinking. Is it one of the elevator ones? Uh, it's. I want to say it's one of the normal mode ones when you're doing the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the trash in the elevator, right? Man, nice job soaking on that base. It's really... It's, Dude, it's are, we gonna, nice. are we going to have to give you the specific turn? Well, uh, if, it, if it exists in a specific turn, then yes. Oh, jeez. I will say, I know at least in Savage Mode ones, the first three turns are the same, and the fourth one has a different theme. So yeah. it's not going to be that difficult unless... <laughs> chat is going nuts again. Uh, oh, Robbie Bobby in the chat. OMG, seriously, let me in on this bitch. I'll get them all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're on the spot. I feel like I know these normally. <laughs> Is 100% actually, no, I almost want to say it's like ethereal chemical research facility. Hang on. Oh, actually, you know what? Mm. Uh, you might you might be onto something there. Uh, uh, um, it's something necky. Is it? Is it Power Man Five Thousand? <laughs> no, that one's for justice. <laughs> okay, no, no. To be fair, if he would, if he actually throws at us, not the song that sounds like, but actually <laughs> Power Man Five Thousand, that'd be a good bit. That, that would, that would, yeah. Would, in the shower today, I was gonna throw in a World of Warcraft song in here. Oh, but that would have been so stupidly obvious, though. Would it though? Would it? I don't think it would have been. Robert, really? And then, I, and then I just started playing mm, World of no. Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick. Uh, get, hit me All again. Right. Mm. It's it, definitely it could, an instance. It could like, be yeah. ethereal chemical. It could be fuck. When, when when I when I picture it, I I even picture uh um the uh what's the even one of the most recent dungeons uh in uh Alamigo. I just what I'm seeing is going into an elevator and as the elevator's going up like the trash is being like 
like spit out at you like on mm. conveyor belts do you know the one i'm talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's chemical research facility mm-hmm. alexander doesn't have elevators like that no no i'm not talking i'm not talking uh, uh, uh alexander i don't and, like, think the it, walls are going no, up you're talking and, about like, what you're seeing when you hear stuff. the song and i'm saying that's why i don't think it's Alexander. right the ethereal chemical refinement plant that was uh, uh back in heaven's ward wasn't it yeah, yeah. I'm talking about one of that's the, up in Oz's law, right? One of the research facilities that that we had to storm in in uh, in Alamigo. Um, the second boss, the, the second boss is like a giant uh, spider yeah, neck yeah, thing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to say this is definitely a Heavensworth theme, though. I, I think it might be. Yeah. Okay, I will, I will. I will defer to you guys. Then. Dude, d- Nika, do you want to go a the- Aether <laughs> Chemical Research Facility? Like that's that's my strongest leaning, but. <sighs> I feel like it could be wrong. Okay. That's what we're going to go with. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the Aether chemical research facility? Mm, Are we saying it it wrong? No. (laughs) All right. All right. Give us, give us the longer, longer clip. Here's your chance at redemption. Okay. I was right. It's from Alexander. It is. It's Alexander. Yeah. See, if I heard the lyrics, I would have known. No, it wasn't. Careful. (laughs) Clever editing. So, so, so we have to give we have to give you the the turn then if we want to redeem ourselves. The turn and the face if there is one. It's, oh come it's on! The, it's the sonic boom one. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, not I, I the forward it. and back one. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> It's all on you, Nikki. You spent yeah. more time in this than anyone else. Yeah, seriously. I. That's why I almost want to say it's from um, Gordius. Because I feel like I recognize this theme, but not from bashing my face into it during Savage Raids because I didn't get very far during Savage during Gordius. All right. So how far into Gordius did you get? <sighs> the third one. So it's got to be Gordius. But I also didn't do then. the third one very much. So it could be. Three, three I, can, or, three I cannot remember the final, the fourth theme from Gordius. Because like all the what Alexanders. Was the, what was the boss? Who, who was the fourth boss for Gordius? Uh, gosh, I don't even remember now. <laughs> Because the third one was the 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 one with the hands and the tornado and shit in the middle. Um, Gonna need an answer soon. Yeah, come on, we're running out of time here. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I can say Alexander Gordius turn four. All right, Gordius okay, turn four. Fine. Mm, what I was it? Uh, the title of the song is "Rise." Alex twelve phase two. Alex twelve phase two. The uh, the, Alexander like the Alexander fight. fight? The Alexander <laughs> fight phase two. Well, that explains it. No, I did that though. Did you? I see. When I think of the Alexander fight, I think of the part where like it starts going beep, 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 and then like and then the drop happens, like hmm. the part where like the, oh. the sound the sound gets muted and then it like booms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. when I think of Alexander Twelve. That's what I think of. I almost threw that song in here. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're four to one. We're still leading you. All right. Okay. I'm actually disappointed. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next song. This sounds like a cutscene thing. Man, though. that could be no, so no, no, that, many. That, no. that, that sounds like a titled boss fight right there. Like it's leading up to something big. That's that's a phase change is what that is. Uh, could that possibly be in like the Ultima fight? Like you just got done with Elidibus, whatever the fuck his name is, and now you're getting ready no. to fight Ultima proper? I feel like I would know that. I feel like there's like five different things that this could be. Really? Yeah. Do we want to ask the chat? 
maybe. What was our other option other than that one? Uh, ask an intern. Phone an intern. Uh, phone an intern. Yeah, and neither of them play anymore. It should be phone. We should be able to choose who we phone. Oh, this like, is a juxta ask- line. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's the most useless. Lo- like, there's not even any way we can I'd, make that juxta line. To be better. honest, I'd rather take a random ass caller <laughs> than call an intern. Well, you don't get a random ass caller. You get an intern. Do we get to at least choose the intern? Sure. Just like you chose the 50-50. <laughs> Need an answer. Oh, let's 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 ask the chat, guys. Ask the chat. All right. Yeah. I, gu- I guess we're right. right. Ask the chat. Let's then ask the chat. chat. Help All us. right. Chat help us. Someone said Odin. Oh, is that Odin? Odin. Okay. Odin. Odin. Oh, uh, Everyone's saying Odin. Yeah. Tarot. Tarot. This You're is a using it as an jam. avatar. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I mean, they they seem to be fairly convinced that it's the Odin theme. All right, Odin theme. All right, we'll go with the Odin theme. Good, Good job, chat. Thanks, chat. Uh, we never, yeah, never would have got that. All righty. Let's. How go. many more do you have? Yeah, is that like is that the Odin theme from the Fate or from the um, trial? Or are they the both? Okay. They're both. Yep. Both. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, fifteen questions and three bonus ones. Okay. I don't okay. know if you can get the bonus ones because those are really tough. Well, we're leading you five to one right now, so I'd, I'd uh, say four. That, let's get. No, one no, of them we, we, didn't, we just got for. that. That's five. That's five. Odin was didn't five. Get points for the last one. I know. Juxta got oh, the last that's one. Right. It's okay. five yeah. to one. Five to one. All right. So, so we'd, we'd have to get six wrong for you to win. So I think it's fair to say we won this round of yeah. Name That Tune. So you want to try the bonus round? I, well, let's, let's do a bonus round. Yeah. All right. This is a little tougher. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, there's three songs in there, by the way. That was like... Is this a Husky track? Okay, the first one's Garuda, and then I heard it's all It's all Garuda. Is all, it? I think all three... Yeah. No, 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 do it again. Nope. nope. Oh, goes, no, 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 it, no, no, no. It Those goes the- Garuda, Leviathan, and... I, I heard Leviathan. Hang on, I hear Titan in there too. It's Garuda and then Leviathan, and the last one I think is Titan. Now, now here's my question: You actually mixed three songs together, or does this come from a fight that just uses all of them? No, I mix these together. I okay. audio man these. Okay, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's Garuda. There's Leviathan. And that right there, I think, is when Titan. I think that's Titan. Right at the beginning, and he goes, Whoa, and then he explodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes the real and then Titan. Okay, I'll give you that. All yeah, right, I'll just let you get that. Okay, all right. What, 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 what were you looking for? No, 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 no. That was that right. was right. That okay. was right. I wasn't okay. gonna make you get the phases or anything. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay, right. okay. Um, that was the easy one though. <laughs> Do you want the hard ones? Yeah, go for it, man. Number two bonus. I couldn't hear the end of it. Three songs. Was the end one the in room? <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. They're Not all enough very, time on each song. <laughs> they're all very, very similar tracks, yeah. Very similar, very quick. Okay. The first one I'm pretty sure is Gridania. Quick question for you. Yes. Like the last ones were all primals, are these all related in some way? Uh, no, not really. Well, actually, yeah. 
They are? Vaguely. Okay. Play it again. I feel like the first one's Gridania. I, I feel like I'm hearing the waking sands in there. Ooh. <sighs> oh, shit. That's so fast. That's this not is time. really hard. <laughs> this is really hard. Like, like the reason I asked about their relation is, is I kind of wanted to be like, is it the waking sands, the rising stone, and something else? It's like... The other, like... The, all three adventure skills. I think sort the Waking Sand yeah. is all three of those, though. The same song. Oh, you think they all use the same I song? I think so. Oh, they okay. could. I don't think so, do they? No? I don't know. Well, I haven't been back to the Waking Sands in so long. The last one escapes me. It the does. last one, like... The last one's tough. The, the very first yeah. one I know I hear all the time, and the other two yeah. I don't recognize. But as soon as you hear what it is, you'll be like, yeah... I kind of want to give up on this one because I just want to know. We hear a longer. All right, Gridania waking. Gridania waking sands the in room. What are they? All right, it goes in order: waking sands, Girabanya town day, and then night in the broom. Okay. The last one's from night in the broom. Oh my god. You must have picked a really weird spot in that. In the Night of the Broom? That, that the song broom. is like seven minutes long. It is. That's wow. true. I that's, knew, I knew that true. the Waking Sands was in there. You though. got it, though. It. Got it. And for the last bonus. All right, one, last bonus. This one's hard. Okay. Okay. I heard Ultima in the middle. Okay. It hit it. Right there. Ultima was in there, yep. Ultima's in the middle. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with the Ultima in the middle. What's the other two, though, are... Is that, what, is what that last one from Stormblood? What uses the violin like that? I... <laughs> What's a what's a track that features violin heavily? Yeah, that oh. does not sound. Oof. Ooh, this is tough. Tell you what, I'll make it easy for you because you got the second one right. The second one is Ultima. Okay. You're not close on any uh, of the other two. That's not helpful. Third one, PvP. Oh. Right there. That's that's in PvP. Oh, it's one of the PvP. Yeah. No, I Which think you're PvP? right. It is. Okay, um the only one that I ever really did a whole bunch of was when you had to run shatter? around killing the crystals. What was the shatter. crystals? Shatter. Third one, shatter. Mm. Oh. Is it a PvP? Mm. Really? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, man. All right, yeah, what are they? I I got to know. All right, so the first one is Calamity Unbound, which is uh, uh, Binding Cold Bahamut boss fight. 
Okay. Second okay. one is Ultima, as you got. The last one is Zervon Phase 2. Mm. Infinity. Oh. See, that's one I didn't clear until way later. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I would have known. Tarot Tarot was saying is Zervon. <laughs> he said, in fact, he said Coil Boss theme Ultima Zervon. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tarot Tarot. Good ear. Good ear. Well, that was a kind of a fun game. Yeah, it was. And, I was and, kind of and impressed. Even for in the broom, he said third one is Ishgard Knight. Wow. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. I'm pretty impressed, yeah. Jackson. <laughs> and I like to uh, commend myself for making it like a team game because if it was like you try to guess and you try to guess, we would not, not nearly have gotten oh, as yeah, much discussion. No. no Good yeah. thinking. Uh, well, except for the 50-50. You did a nice yeah, job on the game. Yeah, stupid. You didn't ever phone an intern. I said, poor Lloyd. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? The intern was always Lloyd. I don't know. Bring, give us bring, one of the other ones we have. No, just, just bring Lloyd in real quick. I, I want to use my phone, phone and intern. All okay. right, uh, you can go ahead and phone an intern. Uh, Lloyd, uh, he is phoning you. Lloyd? What? I sent the three highlights to Skuro, but he's probably going to fuck it up. So get a hold of him, find out what the three highlights are, and get them on the fucking YouTube. Play a, <laughs> play one of, play one, <laughs> of, the play one guy. of the songs and see if the intern can yeah, get play, it. Yeah, play play one of the things. <laughs> okay. Oh, one of the ones we did. What is it, Lloyd? I have no clue. Then uh, you're it's, fucking it's, useless. Suck. Get the fuck out no, of it's here. It's the gate theme from Gold Saucer, right? Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice job, Nika. Thanks. I didn't think you would get that. So I just want you to know. I do gates all the fucking time. Oh, I do the stupid fun god one. We got like seven right total. You, to be, you did get really good. To be fair, I would have guessed either Bob Marley or like <laughs> well, it's Operation like Ivy. The Chocobo theme's in there. And where else? But it's not the Chocobo theme. Play it again. Like, Play it again. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear it. Yeah, but so like it's, it's but that up, dude, that upstroke is like straight out of like a ska band. Mm-hmm. That's the first <laughs> thing that I thought of. I was like, is this less than Jake? What's going on right now? Um, all right, well, nice job. Maybe we'll like do another game in the future. That was if not you don't bad. Fuck up the juxta line. Yeah, that was great. No, they were designed to make you fail. No, because I don't want you to win. <laughs> Too bad. You got to make it fair. <laughs> I want. I want kooky lines next time. You can't explain it poorly and then execute it poorly and then be like, "Ha, that's an intended mechanic." You're just <laughs> why not? Square Square Enix. Enix You're just Square Enix at that point. You just said the very definition of a juxta line <laughs> explained poorly designed to make you fail juxta you know, the game's got to be playable dipshit the game was playable it was once we made it playable anyway <laughs> all right guys that's gonna do it here for limit break radio today thank you so much for joining us man it is hot in this studio hot as balls. um we didn't get a chance to really dive into it but we're still working on uh, the let's be real podcast one of the things that we're uh, kind of considering right now is uh putting it a little bit like debuting it a little bit later this year so it's not quite as boiling hot in the studio as it is now so uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll have more information the next time we uh, reconvene for a Limit Break Radio. By the way, I want to thank all of my hosts. Juxtaposition for his awesome game, Nika Kayani, and all of our callers today, too. Kala Landis and I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. 
This episode was produced by Kyle Landis in juxtaposition. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzi are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Nexian Theta, Hirsch First, Talen Vieira, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with a Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. 